round of candidates on the air. Your ballots have gone out. If you are a member, you should have received one or will shortly. We will be electing 18 listener sponsor members to KPFA's local station board. Now is an opportunity for you to learn what you need to know about your candidates so that you can make an informed choice to ensure the survival of KPFA and the Pacifica Network. This afternoon, we have four of our candidates with us. Sapita Kazroja, Bill McCune, and Werner Hertz join us in the studio, and on the phone we have Carol Spooner. They will each have two minutes to answer two questions. In the last ten minutes of the program, we will be taking listener call-ins. If you have a question for any of the candidates, please call us at 510-848-4425. Please remember the purpose here is to keep the spotlight on the candidates, so no comments, only questions for our candidates. You will have a maximum of 30 seconds in which to ask your question, so please be sure to jot down your question before you call. And now, on to the candidate forum. We'll begin with you, Sapita Kajroja. What specific skills do you bring to the local station board? I, <clears throat> I was born in Iran, and I've been a political activist all my life. Um, I think I bring in a different perspective uh, to the board. I've, uh, wor- I've fought against um, dictatorship of Shah, and I have uh, been active uh, for women's movement in Iran, and I've been a KPFA long-time listener. I've also, uh, during the uh, KPFA Pacifica crisis, I became an activist for KPFA, and I reached out to my community, uh, and I asked them to join this uh, struggle against the takeover of Pacifica. I uh, also am a playwright, I'm a co-founder of a, a theater group in Berkeley, Iranian theater group in Berkeley in 1985. Um, I, so I bring many, many different uh, skills to KPFA as an activist, as an artist, as, uh, and I'm a mom. And I hope that would be one of the um, things that I change here because we do not have children's programming. And I want KPFA to be children's friendly. So I bring many things to KPFA. Thank you. Thank you, Sapita. And we move on now to Bill McCune with the same question. Bill, what specific skills will you bring to the LSB? Well, um, one of the first things I got from KPFA as a young person was the uh, location of the uh, Central Committee for Conscientious Objectors, and it was through that process that I became uh, a war resistor. So... Uh, one of the things I would bring to the board is that I have a habit of taking uh, what I think are appropriate uh, political stands, and I would uh, do that as a board member. But I'm also a community organizer, a labor organizer, and an advocate for the, the disenfranchised. And I have an experience, a history that has me having been active in many, many of the outlying areas in addition to the urban areas of the Bay Area. So to the board, I would bring this sense of advocacy for uh, the disenfranchised, for very specific communities in very specific places, and I would be familiar in many cases with very specific issues which have remained overlooked for a long period of time. So... I also am and have been 
for about 15 years, an executive director working with boards, boards that have frequently had low-income persons on them. And so I have the capacity to move meetings, to develop uh, legislation proposals, and to see them through. I have um, a desire and a, a commitment to democracy and to addressing issues throughout the program area and throughout the station in a way that would be as fair as I could uh, make them be. And I would always be available to everyone. So that's that's pretty much the skill I think that I bring most is that capacity to be uh, a <clears throat> sort of a mechanic for democracy. Okay, thank you, Bill. And we'll move on now to Werner Hertz. Werner, what specific skills will you bring to the LSB? I am a long-time activist who has a lot of experience in protesting and truth-telling. And I was also born in Hitler's Germany uh, under fascism. And um, I have experienced that only truth-telling and um, protesting uh, in my past experience has not succeeded in getting the kind of society with full justice that uh, that we deserve and that we need. And I will be a very strong advocate for experiencing real democracy and um avoiding a, a business model for KPFA and avoiding the sense of hierarchy which still prevails uh, in the structure of KPFA and the management and, and so on. I would like us to begin experiencing the kind of a democracy and elimination of hierarchy and doing away with the business model for the kind of uh, society we would like to create for our future and model that in the present experience of Pacifica and KPFA as much as possible. So that's uh, that will be a huge uh, emphasis on mine, that we begin to envision a new society and work so that we the people will begin to cr create our own future and not be uh, submissive to the present uh, business structure. Okay, thank you very much, Werner Hertz. And we now go to the telephone with Carol Spooner. Carol, what specific skills will you bring to the LSB? Well, uh, I have a law degree and uh, a very analytical mind. And I think that is a skill that I bring that helps to analyze problems, break them out down into their parts, understand them, uh, and sort them out and uh, present them back in understandable form. I think uh, that's one of my major skills. I'm also very good at analyzing budgets. And I think we need people who understand money, where it goes, what we're doing with it, how to watch it. Uh, um, and I think that's another important skill that I bring. My life experience, uh, I think the most important life experience I have is as a mother and a grandmother. Uh, and I believe that that humanness um, and the connection between the generations and 
my focus on youth and our building the next generation of KPFA's listeners is something else that I bring to KPFA. It's very, very important to me. Um, I bring a willing heart, a lot of love for the station. I actually, uh, over the past few years of the struggle, have gotten to know many of the staff members. I care deeply for them and respect them a great deal. And I bring um, a commitment to respectful process as well. Okay, thank you, Carol. And we will move on now to the second round of questions. We'll begin again with Sapita Kazroja. And Sapita, what qualities would you look for in a candidate for the program council? I think a candidate for program council should have a strong commitment to social justice and Pacific mission statement and uh, should recognize the value of KPFA and the um, crucial role that this institution plays in our community. The candidate should um, know KPFA's programming back and forth, should have a full knowledge and uh, know, should know the value of each programs, the music programmings, the public affairs programmings, any programmings should understand them, uh, should understand them, should understand what, why they are there. Um, it should be very good in communication skills. I uh, should have broad experience working with people um, and uh, needs a very strong communication skills. Okay, thank you, Supita. And let me remind the listeners that the last portion of this program will consist of your call-ins. If you do have any specific questions to ask of your candidates, please give us a call. You can begin calling now at 510-848-4425. The next question will be directed to Bill McCoon. Bill, what do you see as the relationship between the local station board and the paid and the unpaid staff of KPFA? Well, I think the board sets primarily policy, <clears throat> sets its tone, creates an atmosphere, uh, employs administrators who uh, will, in fact, be acting directly with the paid and unpaid staff. <clears throat> I think that it has to be uh, an atmosphere of respect, uh, concern for uh, what people's issues and, and commitments are. And with a commitment to the station, the purpose of the station, and uh, the the uh, spirit of the station. And <clears throat> so I think that uh, if I'm elected, I will attempt to promote a leveling of uh, staff in in as far as what their their uh, political. Uh, capacities are, their political power is, I would be asking that everybody be treated equally. I would be promoting to the degree possible affirmative action. I would be promoting um, a certain commitment to certain understandings and certain behaviors that show respect to the listeners, to the board, and to the mission. And I would be promoting an expectation that people who did want, not want to adhere to that, that understanding, uh, find, uh, other places to spend their time. 
Okay, thank you, Bill. And the next question will be directed to Werner Hertz. Werner, what would you do to enlarge the listening audience of KPFA and of Pacifica? I've been involved in KPFA for many years, and I was the person who began the first rebellion against uh, Pat Scott and the mass firing of uh, many non-staffers, I mean non-paid staffers. And um, what I would like to see, I remember a traveling van, a mobile van that was owned by KPFA. And I feel strongly that the 80% of music program is overweighted. It needs to be reduced. And this van could go out to high schools, to the University of California, Hayward State, San Francisco State, many demonstrations, uh, in order to reach out to many communities that are not involved in KPFA now. And I think this van would uh, be uh, very uh, worthwhile financially to to invest in uh, i I think that the kind of music program we have now, if it is not uh, contain bits of uh, political uh, philosophy like Robbie Osman, I feel that needs to be uh, reevaluated, and I think we need to uh, uh, reach out more to to those music communities in in the sense of our commitment to uh, social justice and so forth and uh, i feel that uh um this this outreach in terms of airtime in terms of the mobile unit in terms of uh, um more uh uh, social justice uh, commentary and information on music programs would be helpful in expanding the and uh, the role of uh, that KPFA plays in in our um, geographic area. Okay, thank you, Werner. And our last question is for Carol Spooner. Carol, what are your thoughts about the current state of the Pacifica Network, and what direction do you think Pacifica should take in terms of national programming and organizational structure? Well, the current state of the Pacifica Network is not good at all. Uh, two years ago, when we settled our lawsuits and installed the interim board of directors, the foundation was $5 million in debt, and all of the reserves had been squandered and used used up. They were gone. Um, we've had, over the past two years, uh, we have rebuilt, we have gotten out of debt, but we've not accumulated any reserves or resources for emergencies, bad fund drives, uh, future needs. So financially, the foundation is in very bad straits. Also, organizationally, it's in very bad condition. For about 10 years, there was bad management. Bad management breeds uh, discontent, infighting factions, dysfunctional staff, poor programming, and a lot of other um, serious problems throughout Pacifica. There are walking wounded all over this network, both inside and outside the stations. In uh, 1995, KPFA lost about 180 uh, people. A similar thing happened at KPFK. I think uh, what we need to do is repair the damage. We can't go back. We need to go forward. But we need to repair the damage. We need to address the real grievances and hurts and um, find a way to build common cause and uh, 
willingness to move forward together. I believe the Pacifica network needs to be decentralized, not centralized. Part of the problem, <coughs> problems of the past year came from uh, some thoughts out of the national executive office as to how to run the radio stations that did not have the support at the local level. Uh, so they were crammed down people's throats. We need to not do things that way. I believe the network can be much stronger if it is if strength is derived from the bottom up, where each of our stations is allowed to be really rooted in our, in our communities and serving the communities. And we do things like program exchanges in order to uh, <coughs> uh, do national programming. So that's a brief overview. I think we have a lot of potential here. We do have five Pacifica radio stations around the country and about 60 affiliate stations as well. There's a lot of energy in the alternative media scene in America, and we really need to connect better with one another and help to strengthen that because... These are dire times in our country. Okay, well, thank you, Carol, and I thank you all for your thoughtful responses to these questions. It is time now to move on to our listener, Collins. Caller, you are on the air. Yes, hello. Hello. Do you have a question for one specific candidate? Uh, it is uh, vaguely focused towards Werner Hertz, but I would like to ask uh, all of the candidates. This is in light of what I sense to be a widespread range of, a range of opinions regarding the style in which news is delivered. The question is succinctly, what, if any changes, would you suggest making to the format of KPFA news broadcasts? And I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will begin with Werner Hertz with that question. Werner, you have two minutes to respond. Yes, I would like to propose a structure that ties as many issues as possible to the corporate domination to make more sense out of what is happening in that time period. So uh, this can be begun slowly, one or two stories at a time, tying them together with the corporate control that uh, created that news, that helped uh, structure that news and I feel that the present way of doing it is very much like corporate news it's one little tidbit at a time the emphasis is a little different than uh, Fox and uh, CBS and so on but the structure is still one little bit at a time and things are very much connected in our world and we may need to tie those connections and that connections with the corporate domination has to do with the changes that we need to make we need to we need to uh create a situation where we the people are the ones who create uh who dominate our future and not allow the corporations to continue to do that and that's a structure in the news uh, department by making connections between uh, uh, as many items as possible and building that slowly uh, and and taking you know using the skills of of the newscasters as much as possible and not just read it read them off the greatest wires and and uh, and and also uh, the news 
Okay, Folk. Werner, you're just about okay. out of time. Okay. One slight, uh, I'd, I'd like to propose that more people get out in the field like Wendell Harpert and not just read uh, the clips from the Reuters News. Uh, okay. Thank you very much, Werner. I would like to give Sapita a chance to answer that question. Sapita? Actually, news is one of those areas that I have problems with KPFA because um, not uh, free speech news, but news that during the day we use the same vocabulary that is being used in the mainstream media. And that really bothers me. I've called many times and have given comments about, like, when we talk about what's happening, occup occupation in Israel, we, I've heard, like, conflict. Uh, like, sometimes uh, they, we, call, we talk about... Um, that was an exciting night for um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like, we shouldn't use the mainstream media to promote this, um, the, the, you know, the status quo. But the wording is very important. And I think uh, one of the people who always talks about it is Robert Fisk. He always says, it's very important if you call an occupation a conflict, if you use the, the wording can, can make it disputed land versus occupied territory. These are, I'm not talking about just this issue, but these are the words I remember. But, that, and I think KPFA can really improve because it doesn't make sense that we have this news and all of a sudden we have all these progressive ideas about issues. And I think uh, KPFA News should adjust itself with its mission statement. Okay, thank you, Sapita. And we'll give Bill McCoon a shot at this question. <coughs> so I think what we're talking about is, is <coughs> avoiding using the perspective and language of the oppressors. And I think that... Uh, the news department needs to be reorganized, but it, it's going to cost money. And I think we have to determine how we're going to pay for it, because I think to have an alternative to the wire services is going to translate into a need for dollars. I think that there has to be a larger staff. I think that in addition to the current staff, there has to be others added, and there has to be a collective approach and a, and a new uh, direction developed and, and run by um, the program council, put out before the listeners. And I think this is going to take time, and I think it has to be done sensitive, sensitively and, and, and carefully, and <clears throat> it has to be built uh, gradually, essentially a step at a time. Okay, thank you, Bill. We're going to have to move on now to Carol Spooner for a response to this question. I really like Bill's answer. I think I'll let that stand. I'd like to see a collective approach to news in the news department, an editorial um, approach that, um, as you said, Bill, doesn't use the language of the oppressors and will give us a sophisticated analysis of what we're hearing. Okay, thank you, Carol. And we will move on to the next question from a caller in. Listener, this is you. What is your question? Is there anybody there? Nobody? Okay, I'm moving on to the next listener. Hold on just a moment, please. Okay, listener, are you there? Okay, let me try the next caller. Hold on just a moment. Hello? Okay, you're there. What is your question? Hi, uh, I'm Adrian. I'm ask. I'm interested in the National Pacific budget, especially. I learned about... Um, what I understand is that the budget for next year is, uh, has heavier on the expense side than the income and also the ongoing drain at BAI. 
I'd like to know if the candidates understand, uh, have heard of these problems and what they would do to address them. Okay, we've got a minute for each of our candidates. Let's start with you, Carol Spooner. Um, this year's budget, I, I currently serve on the national board, so I have an advantage here. Uh, this year's budget is a deficit spending budget. The national board has asked the executive director to come back with a balanced budget by the end of this month. We had hoped that we would, by the end of this year, begin to accumulate some reserves. That does not look possible because our radio station in New York, WBAI, is going through a very serious financial crisis, and that is draining the reserves around the network. I think this is going to require some cost cutbacks at the national office level to absorb some of that um, lost revenue from WBAI. Um, and it will impact KPFA, I hope not too much, but we need to uh, keep a very close watch on it. Okay, thank you, Carol. And we'll get a response next from Bill McCoon. Well, <clears throat> I, I, I think that there cannot be deficit spending. I see that there is, in fact, some uh, overspending currently occurring right here at KPFA. I think that uh, a significant amount of these cutbacks are probably going to have to occur at WBAI. Thank you. Okay, and then we'll hear from Werner Hertz. I I feel pretty strongly that there needs to be full accountability on the air for what the money is intended for before any marathon on any station. And uh, if that is done, if we take... The, if we respect our listeners and, and are open with them and can convince them of, of the uh, value of uh, proposed expenditure, I feel confident that that openness and democracy and respect for the listeners will result in the amount that are needed uh, reasonably, uh, depending on the uh, financial, uh, you know, whether we're in a depression or a recession or whatever. I think, uh, I think the people uh, will respect that kind of democratic process and openness and respond. Okay, thank you. And our last response will be from Sapita Kazroja. Um, I am aware of the problem, and uh, as far as I know, the details are, uh, we don't know the details of this financial problem. And um, as far as I think when um, we have a new board, the first thing we should do, we should ask for detail, look and see what's happening, and we should ask for a balanced budget. That's the first thing that the board, one of the first thing the new board should do is uh, fi financial accountability. Okay, I'd like to thank all of you. You have been listening to your candidates, Sapija Karoja, Bill McCoon, Werner Hertz, and Carol Spooner. Thank you to all of you, and the next round of candidates will be on Saturday, January 20th at 9 a.m. during the Living Room Program with Chris Welch. Please be sure to tune in to research the candidates for the local station board or to learn more about the elections. You can go to www.election.kpfa.org, or you can Call 510-848-6767, extension 626. You can also find out when the next candidate event is in your area, so you can meet them face-to-face. -face. You can find that out at www.kpfa.org, where all of the candidate programs can be listened to as well. Stay tuned for Hard Knock Radio, coming up next here on KPFA.
The Solano Peace and Justice Coalition invites you to a talk by author Michael Parenti entitled Empires, Past and Present. The talk will be held on Saturday, January 24th at 7 p.m. at the First Christian Church of Vallejo, located at the corner of Tennessee and Cooha Streets in Vallejo. Admission is free and the event is wheelchair accessible. Visit our website at www.solanopeaceandjustice.com or call 707-645-7178. This is 94.1 KPFA or 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley or 